Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allison Jordan Siegel. I'm Melissa Ann Stetton. Ooh. And I, producer Maria Elizabeth Blasucci. Oh my God, gorgeous. Ooh. That's so nice. Thank you. So um, nice. That's so <laughs> nice of you to say. Melissa, who are our patrons for today? We've got Amy, Brian, Jake, Maureen, and Bane. And Bane. No, it's um, I was born in the darkness. I was born in the Patreon. You merely subscribe to it. <laughs> I was born in the Patreon. You are a subscriber. You're merely a subscriber. Honestly, that's so good. Um, all right. Welcome to the team, guys. Uh, thank you for being here, especially especially Bane. It's especially. about time. <laughs> I mean, especially Bane, a huge name for the Patreon. Melissa, coming again with an awesome episode. Tell us about what we will be learning today in class. This week, we're going to talk about how a serial killer was taken down by a bunch of badass women in New Jersey using that same dating app that he used to hunt for victims. Fuck yes, that's so cool. Also, I'd be so afraid of women from New Jersey, period. So he yeah. had to come in. Especially Teresa. <laughs> yeah, Judy, Judy J. J. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so this I got some some good sources for this episode. There's some really good write ups. There's one on allthisinteresting.com, mm. and then there was this article written by Sherry Rose at blurredbylines.com. A lot Ooh. of good info. A lot yes, of good info if there. If you want to read up, is there? I wonder if there's any docs yet. There was. Well, I believe there's like a a Dateline ish. There's one I found on YouTube. There isn't like a big full documentary about this yet because it kind of not yet it's not yet recent yeah okay so between august and november 2016 khalil wheeler weaver an insane name to say say that 10 times murdered three women and tried to kill a fourth do you think he was upset about his name yeah (laughs) we're first going to talk about tiffany taylor so tiffany taylor grew up in jersey city she lived in public housing she grew up around a lot of violence, drugs, abuse. Mm. And as a teenager, she, she said she witnessed the murders of multiple people, including two of her boyfriends. Rough upbringing. Oh, my God. Yeah. So at 18, she moved to Florida for college in Orlando to study music and psychology. But then two years into college, she got pregnant. And then she ended up moving back to New Jersey. And she struggled to find a steady job. So she became a sex worker. And then fast forward to 2016, Tiffany's 30. She meets a guy that her friend is hooking up with named Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Uh Now, this guy was 20. Uh, He grew up in like a comfortable home in a nice neighborhood in Orange, New Jersey. Several of his family members are employed with law enforcement. He was working as a security guard at a hotel and a grocery store. Oh, God. So they would all hang out. Tiffany, Khalil, and their friend. And then this Khalil guy got obsessed with Tiffany and would like constantly ask her to go out and hook up. And Tiffany was like, nah, I'm not interested. He was 20, like 10 years younger than her. She just was not into him. So then he starts begging her for sex and like offers to pay her for sex. And Tiffany's like, no, dude, go away. Like, I'm not. This is crazy. And he then offers her $200 for sex. And she's like, okay, you know what? I'll say yes. But she has no intention of sleeping with him. She said she was just tired of like being harassed by him and being treated like a sex object. So she was like, I'm just going to take his money and leave. Fuck this guy. She gets to his house where he lives with his parents, by the way. All weirdos do. Yeah, I'm assuming (laughs) assuming they're not home. But he takes her up to his childhood bedroom. Gives her $200. And then she's like, oh, wait, I left something in my car. Hang on. BRB. Nice. And she goes into her car and just drives, takes the money and leaves. Good for her. Good good plan. And then she doesn't hear from him again. Oh, good. Yeah. Doesn't hear from him. She's like, okay, great. About six months later, she started to receive texts from a number that she didn't recognize. Oh, no. And at the time, she was pregnant with a second child, and she was just working random jobs. And this, like, anonymous texter was, like, begging her for sex. Uh-oh. And she was like, no. And, like, she changed numbers to get away from this person. Yeah. But this stranger kept finding her new number. Like, she changed oh, phones, and she kept getting texts from this dude. And, like, kept offering her, like, more and more money. Oh, God. And, like, during this time, Tiffany's mom had been diagnosed with cancer. They got evicted. They were living in Tiffany's car. Tiffany was working as a drug runner for her friend who was living at this Ritz motel at the time. 
So like shit was rough for her. So eventually Tiffany agreed to meet this dude. Like he was offering more and more money. She's like, okay, sure. Why not? And her plan was to rob him. She's like, fuck this guy. I'm going to rob him for harassing me. So she tells him to meet him at the Ritz Motel, which is not a fancy motel. When you think of the Ritz. It's not like the Ritz Carlton. Oh, no. It's like more like a Ritz Ritz crack. It's like four, <laughs> it's, it's four, four seasons landscaping. Yeah, four seasons landscaping. She gets to this motel. This guy shows up, this stranger. He's wearing a ski mask, black gloves, a large sweatshirt. And like, it was kind of cold outside. So Tiffany was like, okay, I mean, it's not that strange. It's not that oh, cold. God. It's not that cold. It's not that cold. But she's like, okay, weird, whatever. He doesn't want people to see him. It's not crazy. Okay. She's bar- She borrowed her friend's car. So he gets into her car and they drive away. Dangerous. Uh, yeah, that's the life I mean, I of guess a sex it's, worker. Yeah, I guess it's better than being driven being in his car yeah or is it yeah so he gets in her car they drive away and then the stranger asked that she pull over because he has to pee and so she pulled over on the side of the road and then this dude hits her in the back of the head and she immediately loses consciousness so then she wakes up and her head was like pounding she was in the back seat of the car she was handcuffed and the stranger had her in a chokehold. Oh, my God. He, and he was sexually assaulting her. Oh, Jesus. He had wrapped her head in duct tape so, like, she couldn't really breathe. He took off his ski mask and revealed himself as Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Of course. This fucking dude. So ta- or Tiffany was screaming and, like, begging for her life, telling him that she's pregnant. And all he said was, I know. Terrifying. Oh, my God. And Tiffany was like, yeah, that was the moment I knew for sure he was going to kill me. Psychotic. Crazy. He just did not care. Oh, my God. But Tiffany was smart, so she came up with a plan. She reminded him that their entire conversation was stored on her phone and that her phone was back at the Ritz Motel. Good for her, yeah. And she said that, like, all this information was going to connect him to her murder. And so he was like, fuck, you're right. He got in the front seat of the car, drove them back to the motel while she was like still in the back seat handcuffed. But on the way there, she was able to slide her hands out of the handcuffs because she's like double jointed. Sick. I feel like I would be able to slip my hands out of hand. Like, I feel like I could. I wouldn't. I got some manly wrists. I have tiny wrists, but that probably doesn't help. So she slid her hands out of the handcuffs and then she thought about choking him like while he was driving. Because he's like, well, at least if the car crashes and we both die, at least he'll be dead. Yeah. It's like that was her thinking. Like, well, he'll be dead at least. Maybe I'll die, but who cares? Oh, gosh. But then she like changed her mind. And she she put her hand back into the handcuff to make it seem like she couldn't get out. Wow. So they got to the motel. This dude puts a jacket over her arms to cover the handcuff so no one can see. So they're walking up to the motel room she slips her hand out of the handcuffs while they're walking up to the to the motel room she kicked the door to make it seem like her hands were still in the cuffs like knocking on the door because her friend was back there smart and her friend opened it immediately she ran inside slammed the door behind her and deadbolted it good yes and then 
she, this is amazing. So this dude was screaming at her. She walked over to the window, like pushed aside the curtains and like showed that her hands were out of the handcuffs. Wow. Like, fuck you. (laughs) And then this dude, Khalil, he ran from the scene because he was like, ah, fuck. Oh my God. Thank God. She's smart. I know. So then she texted this dude a few minutes later because he still had the keys to her friend's car. She was like, oh, fuck, he's got the keys to the car. I need it back. Uh, I'd be like, have the car, but okay. She texted him saying that she's not going to call the police if he returned the car keys because her friend was like, I need my car. How do I get my car back? Surprisingly... He came back, he dropped the keys on the stairs in front of the building security cameras, and he gets back in his car and leaves. There's like security footage of him doing oh this. Oh my God. Well, thank God. I mean, that's all he did. Yeah. But what's crazy is that the cops are already there at the time. Like she called the cops immediately. The cops were there. He drops the keys off, but the cops don't even, they see there's footage of the cops there. And then this guy driving off, the cops don't even look at him. They don't even acknowledge Knowing that there was like a guy there who like tried to kill this woman, they're like, oh, whatever. Oh my god, the cops are not all right. Oh, they they get worse. <laughs> oh, they no. get much worse. So this was in Elizabeth, New Jersey. So the Elizabeth police officers entered the motel, and Tiffany like told them everything. She said like he sexually assaulted her, he kidnapped her, he tried to kill her. She told them his full name. And she showed them the phone exchange, proof of them meeting, all the details, his address, his car. She still had a handcuff on one of her hands and was like, this is what happened. But the cops didn't believe her. Oh, my Instead, they threatened to arrest her for being a sex worker. Oh, my God. Insane. Isn't that so indicative of why women don't report things? I mean, people are like, why didn't you just report it? Oh, I mean, that's that's why. <laughs> this is exactly why, because no one fucking believes you. She had a handcuff on her fucking hand. She, and and on video, the guy yes. returning the keys to the car. There's There could not be more evidence that she was it's, telling the truth. It's just crazy. And the police don't even... She wants the other handcuff removed. They don't even remove it. Oh, my God. So despite all of this evidence, of course, they didn't believe her. And she later said that the officers treated her like trash. But Tiffany was like, well, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to rest till this dude is locked up. Fuck yeah, Tiffany. Okay, so we'll come back to Tiffany. So let's talk about Robin Joanne. 19-year-old Robin West was from Philadelphia. I hope, sorry to interject. I hope those cops aren't still working. Do we have their names? I, I'm sure we could figure out their names. Yeah, I'm we sure gotta... they're st- no, they're still working. Of course, they're still working. Keep talking. I'm gonna do some. Uh, Here comes the chief of police. Oh, Here she boy. comes. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I gotta do some work right now, but you you keep talking. Uh, you keep talking. I'll <laughs> handle this. I gotta, right here. <laughs> I gotta look at my files. <laughs> look into my file cabinet. <laughs> Okay, so 19-year-old Robin West was from Philadelphia. Her dad was a pastor. She sang the church's choir. And according to her mother, she struggled with mental health issues. She became a rebellious teen. She ended up being sent to a behavioral school for acting out called the Wordsworth Academy. 
But of course, <laughs> words work. I don't know why that makes me laugh. Yeah, all these like fake. behavioral schools have these like fancy names, and they're all just like terrible. Like this place, it sounds like somewhere. Or Batman they're like footsteps. footsteps, or it's like footsteps. Yeah, passages, you know, like something pathways, <laughs> pathways, <laughs> pathfinders. So yeah, she went to this place, Wordsworth, but it, of course had a terrible reputation for mistreating kids. What else is new? Yeah. So Robin turns 18 and she moves out of her house and she uh, becomes a stripper and then she starts working as a sex worker. And on August 31st, 2016, she went with her friend to stay at a motel in Newark for a few days and they try to get some clients to get some money. So they go to like this area where a lot of sex workers go to pick up clients and a man drives up to talk to Robin. She gets in his car and Robin's with her friend Bernicia. And Bernicia is smart because she writes down this dude's license plate just in case. Like, they're always looking out for each other. This guy drives Robin to an abandoned house. They go in the house. They're in there for about an hour. And only the dude leaves. So the next day, the police responded to a call about a fire in an abandoned house. They get into the house and they discover a body. And the body was so badly burned that it couldn't be identified until two weeks later through the use of dental records. Ended up being Robin West. And due to the state of her remains, her cause of death could not be determined. So whoever this dude is brought her to this house, burned it down. So then Robin's friend Bernicia called the police the day after Robin went missing to report her missing, gave them the license plate number, and they link it to a silver BMW. But like, that's all they... That's all they had to go on. They were like, okay, thanks. I should say, and I think this is an important note, that these are all women of color. And I don't think that's yes. any coincidence that the cops are not taking it seriously or look look into it. Um, and that's an epidemic that they are, you know, that they don't take women of color seriously and, se- and sex workers. Yeah. Um, so a few weeks after Robin West's body was found, another woman disappeared under mysterious circumstances. Joanne Brown, who was 33 in 2016, uh, was struggling with homelessness, also had mental health problems. She was working as a stripper and a sex worker. And on October 22nd, 2016, Joanne and a friend were hanging out at Popeye's in Newark. Shout out Popeye's, a really good chicken sandwich. Love that restaurant. So then a dude rolls up in a silver BMW and offers Joanne money for sex, and she agrees, gets in the car. They also drive to another abandoned house in Orange, New Jersey. He tapes her up, covers her mouth and nose, and leaves her there. Jesus. And then Joanne's friend Amina, who was with Joanne at Popeye's, is... Concerned she doesn't hear from Joanne, calls the police to report her missing, and they're like, okay, cool. Then about six weeks later, December 5th, Joanne Brown's remains were discovered in this abandoned house, and the cause of death was ultimately ruled as a strangulation. Oh, my God. So let's go back one week after Tiffany's attack. So a week after she told the police what happened and how to arrest this dude, Khalil Wheeler Weaver met a woman named... Sarah Butler. Sarah was from Montclair, Newark, and her parents were Jamaican immigrants. She was a dancer in a dance troupe that performed at Amateur Night at the Apollo. Wow, that's huge. I know, that's fun. Uh, That November, Sarah Butler was home for Thanksgiving. She met Khalil on Tagged, a social media app. 
I've never heard of it. Uh, the two had planned to go out before, like they were talking, but then Sarah like got cold feet and was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to go out with you. But then this dude offered her $500 for sex and she agreed. She wasn't a sex worker. She was just like, $500? Hell yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, sure. Tagged, it says, chill, chat, and go live with tagged live video. Link up with people nearby and swipe if you're feeling them. Oh, like Oh, so it's one of those people. It's a no, but yeah, but they're nearby. It seems like I wonder if it's one of those things where like you walk past someone and, you know, Oh, right. Live stream, make a connection with ladies and guys nearby, match with people just like you think. Ladies and guys. Ladies and guys. guys. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I love hanging out with ladies Ladies and guys. I also I also do the copywriting for them. So shout out to shout out to tag. (laughs) Oh, this review, this review says first and foremost, there's a lot of scammers. A lot. There's sugar daddy scammers, sugar mama scammers, unemployment scammers, etc. People asking for your bank account information, photo ID. So a lot of people are saying, um, stay away. This is, yeah. yeah, that this is a shady app. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout outs to potentially meet Bane, who is a new patron. Please go to patreon.com slash web crawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. I think later today I'm going to uh, do a video just ranting about yellow jackets, but it's going to have spoilers. It's going to have spoilers. So I'll write on the I'll write on the title. Don't listen to this if you haven't watched the whole series because yellow jackets fans over here. We're yellow jackets heads. So I want to hear what you guys think. Jacket heads. (laughs) Yeah, We're real jacket heads. Take off your pants and jacket. Yes. And no, and put on your jacket. Take off your pants and put on your jacket. That's no, the but Blink that's a Blink One Eighty Two album. Take off your pants and jacket, but it, get it that that went right you, over my head. That do was, you get it? <laughs> well, now I do, but it went right over my head. Please, what Rainer. were you quoting? <laughs> Nothing. I thought I thought Maria was just making up a sentence. <laughs> so I, I wish. Just, I wish I would have made that up. <laughs> and so then I just punched it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, I really. I just cool. punched. I punched it down. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and we will read those reviews. And also call the hotline if it rings a lot of times. Just wait. Sometimes it takes ten rings, but then that voicemail will come up and you can say whatever you want insert jingle here 626-604-6262 how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now back to our program. Okay, so Sarah, and then she jokingly texts him before their date. You're not a serial killer, right? LMAO. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ooh. So Sarah told her mom she was going to go meet a friend and she borrowed their van. What did he say? Did he say yes or no? I don't know. I couldn't f- I couldn't find what he said. All It'd I, be funny if I, he said yes. Yes, LMAO. Yeah. Like, LMAO. LOL. Yeah. And he was like, LOL. <laughs> so yeah, she told her mom she's going to meet a friend, borrowed her van. Thinking nothing of it, her mom said goodbye. This was the last time anyone would ever see Sarah Butler alive. Oh, God. So Sarah drove to the address he gave her, ended up being an abandoned house in oh, Orange, Jesus. New Jersey. There's so many abandoned houses in New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, God. So Khalil is waiting there for her. He gets into her car. They drive to 7-Eleven to buy condoms, and then they drive up to a park. And then they get out of the car. He attacks her, wraps her up with tape, rapes, and then chokes her to death. Oh, Jesus. He then moves her body and covers it with leaves and dirt. And then, like, that's really gonna... <laughs> Let me just cover... Put some leaves over this body. Oh, God. Uh, and then Sarah doesn't show up the next morning. Her mom calls the police to report her missing. Three days later, after the cops didn't do anything, the women in her life quickly began to investigate. They're like, fuck this. We're gonna figure this out ourselves. Her friend and her sister called the police help them search for Sarah Butler's car. They found it a few miles from her home. Her sister, Bassania, found Sarah's red weave on the scene before the cops did. Like, they were finding evidence before the cops. Of course. Like, it's crazy. And then Bassania and two friends, Lamia and Samantha, they drove to Sarah's home to, like, see what they could find out on their own, if there's, like, any evidence at her house of what happened. So they opened her laptop they found she was talking with someone named Lil Yacht Rock. 
on the app tagged. Oh, God. Uh, His photo and his name appeared to be fake. And so Samantha decided to create a fake account and reach out to him. Good. Uh, And then the three women, so they went back to the police station. They were given reports. And then while they were there, this little Yacht Rock sent her a message about paying for sex. Like while she was at the police station, she's like, look, this dude is texting me. So Samantha agreed to meet him at a Panera Bread. Fuck yeah. And then the police sent two detectives in in her place to try to like catch this guy. Uh, side note on Panera Bread, we and we can cut this out if <laughs> Here we, want we go. To, but we just saw the other day that they have a mac and cheese sandwich. Remember? I don't need that. Oh. I don't need mac and cheese on a sandwich. Are you sure? Is it garlic bread? Mac and cheese sandwich, Panera Bread. Um, I can like a lobster roll type of no it looks like it's a toasted sour i'm eating bread with Mm. bread the only time i'm eating like bread (laughs) with pasta is like garlic bread and spaghetti and red sauce it it says creamy mac and cheese with our fontina and mozzarella cheese blend and parmesan crisps on toasted thick slice plastic plastic white miche Plastic. It's classic plastic. Classic white mish. I don't know what that is. Mitch. Mish. M I C H E. I think uh I think it's just white sandwich bread. It's it's country bread, it says. I don't know. Don't try to make white bread sound fancy by calling it something fancy. It's just white bread. Don't try to fool me. I'll take their broccoli cheddar soup Uh, any day in a bread bowl. Oh, All right. absolutely. Absolutely. I've never, ha- I've never had that. It's good. Oh, it's, it's really good. It's great. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so this looks good. They have a bread bowl filled with mac and cheese and brock. Oh, oh, wait. Is that a bread bowl filled with mac and cheese with broccoli in it? Or is that mac and cheese and broccoli mm, soup? That doesn't look soup. Yeah, that's mac and cheese. That's mac and cheese. Yeah, with with a, with a, a sprinkling of, of the way they use broccoli is how you would put Parmesan cheese on like shave the broccoli. No, no, I don't need it in a bread bowl. All right, well, back to our program. <laughs> Not you with. Don't like a bread I don't bowl? need bread with bread. I don't understand. It's crazy to me to like put. What do you mean? Pasta isn't bread. Well, it's, it's just yeah. It's just it's one carbs. big carb. It's like. It's like I, I I'm enjoying it's I'm enjoying in one form. of them. Why are you giving me both? Like I'd rather have just a side of spinach for God's sake. Ew. Yeah, I'll take dip spinach in dip in a bread oh, bowl any day. What about this lobster bisque in a bread bowl? Yeah, I'll take that. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm into that. But oh, I'm, that looks good. You gonna order <laughs> Panera bread? And <laughs> when we're done with this episode. No, that I got I got to calm down on the on the ordering. What did you order at Cheesecake Factory by the way when you ordered Cheesecake Factory? I was always so curious. It wasn't good. I just ordered like three different cheesecakes. I think I got a regular cheesecake, an Oreo cheesecake, and then like Ooh. a Reese's cheesecake. And honestly, none of them were really good. And then I got uh chicken strips and they were like fine. Huh. You got to get the um orange chicken. Oh. Really? At Cheesecake really? Factory. I I've, I've only had it like twice maybe and maybe like 15 years ago but I remember really enjoying huh, that's it. That's surprising. That is incredibly surprising. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. 
If you type it in, I think it's like a thing. I think like Cheesecake Factory orange chicken. I love orange chicken. I'll tell you. A standout. They figured it out. They got everything right. Mm. They got everything right as to what you'd want. It's not easy to make um, a good orange chicken. Orange chicken. It's, it's not enough not. sauce. Yeah, it's sometimes. sometimes it, yeah, there's a lot of people here asking for the recipe. The orange chicken was so good. All caps. Huh. Mm-hmm. How about that? I, I don't know. I haven't had it in a while. So I don't I can't kind of stand by it. You know, I can stand aside from it with my hand held out saying, yes, I can be, I can stand adjacent to it going, hey, I kind of remember. It was good at one point. It's like when I went back, I used to get the barbecue chicken salad at CPK all the time. I love that. Well, I did too until I tried it again like a couple years ago and I was like, this doesn't taste great. Oh, oh no, I anymore. have some bad news for you. Here's an article from mash.com. What you should absolutely never order from the Cheesecake Factory. Uh oh, <gasps> why? This is why I stood adjacent. <laughs> I knew something was going to come out yeah. like this. It's canceled. Orange chicken <laughs> got shaked up. It got milkshake done. <laughs> wow, that was quick. <laughs> it says, if you poured warm orange marmalade over KFC's popcorn nuggets and tossed in a couple of sliced carrots, you get frighteningly close approximation to the Cheesecake Factory's orange Look, chicken. That doesn't sound bad. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Is that just like, yeah, I want like a marmalade-esque. That's sauce over a yeah, fried I'm chicken still on board i'm still on board sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that sounds good oh i really <laughs> want to try the beyond kfc oh yeah they i don't know if they have that in california because i couldn't they do it. no they, they do because our friend our friend just tried it and posted it on yeah. instagram okay. all right said it was good so you can get over there <laughs> you can get over there to today DoorDash. martin look for it <laughs> he saw it okay all With right his own eyes <laughs> okay back <laughs> that was our food corner back yeah, to food corner. always back to our episode okay um uh her sister and then two friends found little yacht rock she was talking to little yacht rock on this tagged app so the detectives went to panera to meet up with khalil they get there and he they talk to him he gives them his real name and they talked to him, but the cops ultimately decided to let him go. What? They didn't have any evidence. Oh, they have. There's no bodies. Uh, all they have is like this dating app exchange. So they have nothing to arrest him on, which I guess, like, I guess if you arrest him, you want to have all the evidence. So like, uh, seems seems insane to me that he's just like out there. Like, you can at least take him in for questioning. Yeah. You can take anyone in for questioning. You don't have to have... Right. I think. I mean, I don't... I don't. Well, know. they would have to voluntarily... Well, you can, but then they can... Yeah, you have to volunteer. T- they'd have to say, I want to get... A, I want to talk to my lawyer. Yeah. And then you bring in the bad cop. No, you get the good cop, and then you go, look. look we just want to sure help you out you here. We just yeah. all want to go yeah, home. How about I get you a cup of coffee? Or you come in with... He comes in with a 7-Up... And then he goes, here, I got you this from the vending machine. Yeah, you must be so thirsty. Sorry we've kept you here for so long. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be real quick. A little something like yeah. Just a couple easy questions. <laughs> you know, we're going to let you go. Get out of here tonight. We're just, you know, yeah. I'm tired. I just want to go home and sleep. Yeah, totally. Yes. And then like- and the bad cop is behind the double pane glass standing there with his arms crossed. And he's going, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And then the boss and then the boss is going, just cool down, Jack. Just cool down. Yeah. 
Give it a second. Give it a second. Give it a rest. Go take a walk. And then there's a go take go, a walk. Yeah, go walk. Go walk it off. Go walk it off. And walk then there's off. a there's a flashback to Jack's past where like he's feeling <laughs> he's feeling triggered by this situation because he let a like, criminal get yeah. away and he's yes. like it's never yeah. gonna happen again. It's never gonna happen again because his yeah. sister was killed and so now right. now yes. he he wants to get it right this time. This yeah. is his, his final chance. He's retired next year. <laughs> yeah, this is boss dog. This is boss dog too. <laughs> this is boss dog too. Boss dog too. This time it's criminal. (laughs) This time. Uh, uh, Okay, so however, due to the work by Sarah's family and friends to find her, the police decide to like look into all their evidence that they have. They're like, okay, what do you got? Oh, how nice of them. How nice of them. And then on December 1st, 2016, they, they got some pings on Sarah's phone near the Eagle Rock Reservation. Interesting. So they go investigate, and they find Sarah Butler's body. Oh, fuck. She had been strangled to death. And then four days later, on December 5th, some contractors were looking at an abandoned house to like potentially do some work. And inside, they find the body of Joanne Brown, who's been missing for six weeks, with oh, no yeah, one was yeah, looking yeah. for her. And so the next day, they, the police finally put all the pieces together because they have bodies and they arrest Khalil. And he remained in jail for three years until his trial began. Mm. Like it took him three years to like collect all his evidence or whatever. There was one survivor, Tiffany Taylor. She provided like all this testimony that strung together like his method of killing the women, the texts about paying for sex, the duct tape. The attacks in the cars, the strangulation. So she provided like every bit of information she could about what happened that night. And she spoke for like a full day in court about what she experienced and how she survived this dude. And she also testified about the Elizabeth Police Department saying that if the police believed her, Sarah Butler would still be alive. Yes. If only they believed her. The Essex County Assistant Prosecutor, Adam Wells, he described how this killer selected his victims. He targeted women he deemed somehow less than human, less valuable. He he said that he thought that they wouldn't be missed, which is like not entirely wrong because like women of color, sex workers are like the least cared for and like no one really cares. You know, that one Joanne was missing for six weeks and no one was looking for her until they find her in this abandoned house. Um, so he, on the day he was taken into custody, they searched his home. They found three different cell phones in his bedroom. Then there was some insanely incriminating evidence. He had Google searched how to make homemade poisons to kill humans. Uh, and what chemical could you put on a rag and hold to someone's face to make them go to sleep immediately? Chloroform. Yeah, duh. It's, this is a Jeopardy, Maria. <laughs> well, I you would need to I mean, answer that in the form of a question. Yeah. <laughs> what is chloroform? Am I wrong? That's what came to no, mind I immediately. Mean, no, that's right. But also, how shady to ask that in a full sentence? Like that's so culpable. Like you, at least you can make it a little bit more discreet when you Google chemical or something. rag sleep. 
Yeah, like you, know? I, you can. I don't know. There's ways that you can make it less obvious when you're Google. I think it's like... going to be obvious no matter what. I think it's going to come out being <laughs> yeah. pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's like, hello, Google. Could you please tell me what chemical <laughs> could you put on a rag? Hey, I'm a serial killer, Google. Can you? <laughs> also, it appeared that Khalil Wheeler Weaver also thought about applying to become a police officer because he was searching for a police entrance exam practice test. Of course. Oh, it's so fucking weird how all, a lot of these like serial killers are all like obsessed with like being cops and police. Well, also the, hi- so like, weird. the highest rate of domestic abuse, I think, is like cops to their wives or something. I think there's a huge. Uh, hold on. Let me Google that. So I don't hold on. The compliance dude. He was like obsessed with being like a cop. Yeah. Police and violence at home. Cops abuse wives and kids at staggering rates. Uh, it suggests that police officers in the United States perpetuate acts of violence at roughly 15 times the rate of the general population. Jeez. Yeah. His phone records also revealed that he initially had driven away from the house on fire, but then went back to watch the house burn down. Oh, my God. That made me want to throw up. Oh, that's so scary. So weird. What like a just sociopath. Uh, the police or the prosecutors also showed the last person to call Joanne Brown before she disappeared was Khalil himself. So December 2019, he was found guilty of multiple felonies, including murder and kidnapping. And on October 6, 2021, so just a few months ago, he was sentenced to 160 years in prison. Wow. Good. And then at his sentencing on October 6th, a bunch of his victims' family members had the opportunity to speak. So Robin West's mother said, I will never forget her smile, her face, her walk, her desire to help homeless people. The world focuses on the last month of her life. She had a whole entire life before her demise. Oh, God, it's so horrible. And then Sarah Butler's father looked at Khalil and said, I hope you suffer, boy, every night. Wow. And then Tiffany also spoke. This is kind of, this is really sad. She said, my whole life is different. I don't wear makeup anymore. I don't have friends. I'm always paranoid, but I'm happy to still be here. And then she said to the judge, I hope you don't show him any remorse because he's not showing any remorse. Oh, God. Because his killing spree, like he was going to continue going for sure. And who knows how long it would have taken to investigate or even notice these women going missing in, you know, women of color in low-income neighborhoods. So, like, Tiffany's experience of police not believing her is extremely common. So, Tiffany Taylor's unborn child survived the attack. And so, today, she has two healthy daughters. Oh, good. Yeah. She must be so scared, though, raising two daughters. Like, I would have so much trauma of, like, what I let my daughters do and where I let them go and what I let them look like. I mean, it it, good for her for, you know, being able to move on at all. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's crazy. And just, like, not trusting anyone, including the police. (laughs) Like, just another reason. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, And I found a charity that we could, I know you just texted, we could donate to a couple different ones. There's one called blacksexworkercollective.com. Oh, that's awesome. 
It is says it seeks to address the needs of current and formal, former black sex workers by providing education, legal assistance, healthcare resources, and affordable housing referrals in order to successfully leave and maintain a life outside of the industry. Our goal is to create a safe space where the unique experiences and needs of black sex worker voices are validated and responded with appropriate needs based based resources. That's awesome. And I think we should also um, donate to blackandmissinginc.com. It's from the HBO documentary series, and it helps to commit to locating missing uh, persons of color. So we'll donate from our Patreon to both of those charities in honor of this episode. All right. Pretty, pretty crazy story. Yeah. Yeah. If you would like to send in your own opinions on this episode, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can reach us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.